Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Hannah and Savannah Hour. I'm Savannah. I'm Hannah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Alrighty. So, what are you drinking? Oh, <laughs> that's going to be our most popular question of all time. It's also going to be our most boring question of all time because it's always the same thing. Literally the same wine. So, like, so. I can only ever recommend Frivolo. <laughs> It's so good. It's like bubbly. Frivolo. Very fruit forward. Fruit forward. Bubbly. Yeah, it's great. It's good stuff. So It yeah. also tastes nothing like wine, so. Which is why I love it. It's grape juice. Like, yeah. I mean, all wine is grape juice, but you know what I'm saying. It's the kind of grape juice you get when communion is like. At a Baptist church. At a- <laughs> Shots fired in the first 30 seconds. <laughs> All right, calm down. Okay, so we are going into another segment of our podcast, which I'm quickly becoming a fan of. It's probably one of my favorite parts of our podcast is super important questions. Yes. Do you want to start or shall I? I'll start. Okay. What is Mm -hmm. the grossest food you've ever eaten? Oh, grossest food I've ever eaten. Immediately comes to mind is... (laughs) <laughs> is escargot oh yeah that's pretty gnarly it's pretty gnarly it's um, not because it, i've had that too it's not necessarily the taste it's the mental thought of oh, yeah. eating what you're eating yeah no it's really not bad but you, the fact that you're like i'm putting a the, snail in my mouth I'm like, yeah. like this just feels wrong on so many it levels does. context i was taking a french class okay yeah so we at least were, it's reasonable yeah i mean we had follow we followed it right up with like crepes Oh, okay. Well, they, at least, at least you know, crepes down, were the next option. Wash down the snail with, like, a... <laughs> like, with just a little crepe and then a baguette. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really loved that French class. That was middle school for me. We were, we were like, that snobby school that's like, we teach French and no other language. Was this the private school? I mean, I only went to private schools after elementary school. Okay. Yeah, so... So, yes. So, yes. <laughs> but in our defense, we had, like, Gilmore Girls skirts... <gasps> Yeah. Oh, I was hoping there was going to be some Gilmore Girls involvement. Oh, no. It's like... No, our colors were very... Lorelei? I wish. <laughs> our teachers were, like, just like Lorelei. No, we oh, had, no. like, the, the colors that Rory wears to school, so... Oh, yeah. That's a good time. It is. Yeah. So, definitely the snails. I mean, I just don't make it a habit to eat gross foods. Not casually. Not casually. Anywho, I have a question for you. Okay. All right. This one, I'm just, like, more curious as to your answer. I don't know if it's going to be, like, a super silly question. Okay. Anyway. Um, in 40 years, what will people be nostalgic for? Hmm. Right? <laughs> iPhones with buttons? I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm feeling that, like, right now. <laughs> Mom, what's this? Oh, yeah. honey. <laughs> um, I don't know. Let me think. What's, like, new and in right now? Um, iPads. Uh... I don't know. I'm not with the times. <laughs> I'm still reading like a little house on the prairie. <laughs> I was just watching that yesterday. <laughs> I freaking love it so much. Um, let's think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What will people be? Probably. I don't know. My my mind literally like goes to like the way our like our society's changing. Um, so I'm thinking more like I don't know, like a non-socialized government. <laughs> <laughs> Nostalgic for the non-socialism <laughs> happening in the country, Mom. Like, maybe the good old days when, you know, <laughs> we weren't uh, taxed at 60%. No, I don't remember those <laughs> days. 
before my time, dear. It's like, <laughs> like I was young and full of life and then they took it all away. <laughs> and then I had to pay taxes. Forever. That is the most disappointing thing is when you first start working and you're like, yeah. I worked so hard. And then like you see your check and they took so much money away. And it, you realize like why your dad's such a disgruntled man. <laughs> You're like, this is what they were talking about. I mean, my, my dad is always constantly, he's just like, just always know that people are out to be selfish and take advantage of you. I was like, okay, dad. And then I like went to work. I'm like, you know what? You're, You're right. right. <laughs> the government sucks. <laughs> well, uh, on that note. So th- wait, what? are you saying they're going to be nostalgic <laughs> for not super high tax rates? I know that's not very fun, but I feel like gold standard. But I feel like right now people are like, remember the fifties when you know, or even like later than that, like the seventies when Reagan was president and you know you could buy things for less than a dollar. Oh, when there was a gas shortage, like towards the end of the seventies. Like, what are you talking about? That was not our golden age, (laughs) unless you count like the nineteen eighty Olympics. Like, I've no, yeah, we won. I'm, oh my gosh, Miracle is like my favorite movie. Have you seen them? No. It's about the 1980 Olympics. Technically, this ties into the 70s because they started training in 79. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, because Russia, or I guess it wasn't Russia, it was still the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I think so. Okay, so like the well, Soviet... Well, it's out there now. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> you know, like the Soviet Union was virtually undefeated. Yeah. Not virtually. They were undefeated for like a super long time until the 1980 Olympics when America crushed them for yeah. gold. <sighs> the crowd goes wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm So LA is going to have the Olympics in a couple times. The Summer Olympics. Ooh. And I'm probably not going to go, but I really want to go. Do you know what I mean? Like we It's very go. hard and expensive to get tickets, I've heard, but well, I really want to I mean, go. Yeah. But no, we can't because we have time to plan. <laughs> I know, we have a couple years, like, let's do it. Um, so, mm-hmm. speaking of your dad. Oh. What is your strangest family tradition? Oh, um, this is gonna sound really sad, but, like, my family doesn't have a lot of traditions, um, you know, that aren't just, like, general American traditions of, like, yeah. Thanksgiving. Like having a Christmas tree Christmas or whatever, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, let me, uh, let me think, though. Family traditions. Oh, actually, I do have a nice family tradition. Okay. Um, so in my family, when a little girl is born, we have, um, we give them cedar chests and we fill it up with oh. like, you know, they're like baby stuff once they get older and we put stuff in there that would be important to them in the future or whatever. Like I have, yeah. um, like my parents got divorced, so I have like their um, wedding like cake cutter. I mean, neither of them wanted it anymore. <laughs> so they're like, surely our daughter will. I'm like, yeah, okay. No, but it's really nice. It's like, that it's, is nice. It's real silver and like, you know, it has my little baptism shoes and little outfit because I was, I was baptized as a baby. You were in sprinkled? The, I was sprinkled in the Lutheran church. Oh. Full disclosure, I was double dipped. Oh, like yeah. an Oreo. Like an Oreo, yeah. Mm. I was baptized into the Lutheran church when I was a baby and then when I was seven, I was baptized as a... You're covered on all believers, ends. Believers. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cute. Well, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, Are okay. the boys just, like, screwed down to cedar chests? Like... Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know that any of them... <laughs> I don't know that any of them have cedar chests. I also don't know that, like, most guys are like, you know what I really want? A, a cedar, cedar chest, chest with nostalgic items. <laughs> exactly. So, I'm like... I mean, they might, but... But they don't get one, so yeah. tough nuggets. <laughs> it's a cutthroat world in the Jones household. It really is. Um, 
Okay. Ooh, I'm really excited about this question. Okay. Okay. What mythical creature would improve the world most if it existed? Like, I have some ideas, but I'm really interested in I know. You have There's a lot of, like, options there. I know. Like. Like, most improved. Not just, like, the coolest animal or creature or whatever. But, like, um, what would be helpful to society? <laughs> Does Aslan count? Because obviously, technically, no, he's a, a lion. lion is a real... But talking lions aren't real. No, he doesn't count. I mean, if you're going to go that way, you could he probably go with He would do the like most a, good, though. What about like a sphinx that's a lionish thing with like a different head or whatever? Oh. There's like manticores. There's unicorns. You know, there's... I feel thoroughly underprepared for this question because I haven't really read into mythology much. So like literally the only thing uh. I'm thinking of is like a unicorn. But that doesn't... Like, that's not what I want. Oh, there's a Pegasus, you know, same deal, no horn, but it has wings. Okay, what could you not do with a Pegasus? You could, like, greatly improve the U.S. mail system. Like, not talking three to five business days, we're talking today. Pegasus That's package. how Amazon starts to <laughs> They're like, prime today on a Pegasus. You're going to get um, a premium rate, too. No, whatever Mr. Tumnus is in. Um, a fawn? Like a human fawn, you know, like a... A fawn is half yeah, human. I know, but what are like, you trying to it just say? seems more human than the, like the other ones in books. So you want him to not be half goat? <laughs> I don't know what I want. You want an ordinary world, apparently. I just like vanilla things. I'm very boring. Okay, well, I'm gonna say like a Pegasus mail system would be super nice for the U.S. And so I'm gonna go with that, even though I wasn't asked this question. Okay. Well, there's just so many questions. Or like dragons. I'm so sorry. I'm stuck on this. Like dragons. Come on. Like when. So I was talking about this with people. Like I didn't watch a lot of like magic movies when I was a kid. Not shocked. They were scandalous. You know, we might start <laughs> practicing witchcraft. Um, so like I somehow my parents let me get away with watching Dragon Tales. I love Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales. <laughs> What is the rest of that? It's like it's time for Dragon Tales. I can I actually can't say the rest, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but um I was talking about like how we got away with watching like the Barbie movies, even though there were like witches in them. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know the Sims? Like Sim- No. Oh. Sims 2 was super addicted to this computer game. Mm. Very fun. But there's like a an expansion pack with like witchcraft and werewolves and stuff. And you weren't allowed. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was allowed to become a werewolf and I was allowed to have like plant, plant people. But you couldn't become a witch. I wasn't allowed to be a witch. And I was like, this is messed up y'all because. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) It was very easy to get along in life as a witch. Do you remember the articles that were, (laughs) that were like. If your kids read Harry Potter, they will become practicing warlocks and yeah, because it's and like they'll all die. <laughs> it's like recipe to immortality is sprinkle you know innocent yeah. blood into yeah. and like say about a Satan like come on, it's like Harry, <laughs> Harry Potter, Harry Potter. <laughs> so speaking of yeah, other questions. Oh yeah. Um, what's a word you can't pronounce? Worcestershire. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, man, but what I... Worcestershire? Worcestershire? I think it's Worcestershire. Worcestershire? (laughs) I mean, like... The sauce. The sauce. 
It's that. And everyone will know what we're talking about, though, because, oh, like, yeah. everyone has this problem. Oh, yeah. I'm the like, other one, though, is an anemone? Anemone. Anemone? Yeah. I, I think you have an issue with it because of Finding Nemo. Yeah. I always want to do the anemone, 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 anemone. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> it's an anemone. Is an, it? An anemone. <laughs> because that was the easiest thing they could have come up with for that. I mean, I think that was the point. He couldn't say it. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There are definitely other words that I get caught up on sometimes, but that could just be because I'm, like, blonde and I talk I have a friend that has a real struggle with saying Pepto-Bismol. Oh, maybe Pepto... Is it Peptol? Pepto-Bismol. Pepto... Oh, clearly I can't. Pepto-Bismol? <laughs> I think so. Someone's gonna, like, DM us and be like, actually... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, I for sure have an interesting time, like, spelling Chipotle. Mm, I yes. always have to, in my mind, say Chipotle. Chipotle, yeah, Chipotle. Chipotle is my life. <laughs> Chipotle is life. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so but, uh, for sure, top of the list is worse. Worcestershire sauce. Sure, 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 sure. Okay, um, third and final question on my uh, part: If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume you had done? This is like the what do I wish they assumed I've done and what is the more probable cause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probable cause. Probable like, cause. <laughs> um, Watching a lot of crime shoot. shows, Hannah. <laughs> probable cause. Yeah, Law & Order just came back on for being on its, like, off-season break. So The I'm, fact that you know that, I'm impressed. I love Law & Order. I mean, I love crime shows. I never got into Law & Order. I'm definitely a forensic files, cold case mm. files girl. There's also Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> different genre (laughs) it's a it's a police show but different kind of police show um hmm, i don't know probably something really stupid like i don't know it because i don't i don't do stuff like i i don't do stuff like i don't like i'm not like adventurous enough i feel like to have done something like well i mean obviously neither of us have been arrested but like if you were to get arrested how do you know i mean because Because you don't do stuff. <laughs> no, man, shoot. I don't know. Something very boring, like got mouthy or something. No. I don't, I got, what, you, what would got you think? Mouthy. I, what, what would you think with I whom? got arrested? Who are you getting mouthy with? <laughs> to whom? <laughs> what would you assume I got arrested for? Oh, um. Huh. I feel like the Christianese answer is like for preaching the gospel when it wasn't wanted, but that just sounds like too like I went to Bible college. Like I okay, I'm gonna say like maybe it was that you were like in a baking or like cooking competition Ooh. and someone had like insulted your food and I, and you were just like excuse me like I know <laughs> that my cast iron. <laughs> <laughs> you like didn't mean to hurt them, but like inside you kind of wanted to hurt them, and then you like yeah you threw your cast iron or whatever mm. at them. Not murder, yeah. just like just like assault. assault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like assault. Okay, I could just be, like I could be okay with that. But like from baking, speaking it's of from the baking, yeah. baking, it is getting cold enough outside to turn on the oven. Oh, I'm so excited. Me too. It's bread season, guys. Ooh, I know. Okay, so I am really excited to go up to Apple Hill this year because <gasps> yes. first of all, who just 
doesn't love Apple Hill. I freaking love Apple Hill. Second of all, their apples are so delicious that I can finally make my fresh apple cake and have it just be like, Mwah, the best that it has ever been. Yeah. And then I'm going to make some homemade caramel and drizzle that on top. Oh. Yeah. It's so for party. those that don't know what Apple Hill is, it is a place about an hour away. Obviously, lots of apples there. There's apple farms and pumpkin farms and christmas tree farms and they yeah do all kinds of delicious foods and stuff during the fall it's basically like the north pole of autumn you go there and it's like oh they've got like caramel apples and they've got like pumpkins pumpkin patches and hay mazes hay mazes maze yeah mazes corn mazes well there's hay bell hay bell rides and rides and And corn corn mazes mazes. that's what it is hay mazes Ooh, there was this place in uh washington which is basically the Apple Hill of Washington, or of Spokane at least, and um, they had a pumpkin princess who would go around. Oh, did they? It was super cute, and little, like, kids would go up and... A pumpkin princess. And, yeah, and hang out with the pumpkin princess. They also had those big, like... Old, what a job! Right? Like... like <laughs> the dress was real skinny, so you had to be, like, a very skinny lady to, like, I mean... What a strange job, though, like, <laughs> being, like, what do you do on the weekends? I am the pumpkin princess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, okay. Yeah. They also had those big, like, blow-up ball um, outfits where you, like, squeeze inside the I have ball. always wanted to do I one of those. I did it one year. It yeah. was so fun. <gasps> I've, I've seen those, too, where you do them on the water, and that looks even oh, more adventurous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also a little bit like asking to die. See, I don't know if <laughs> I would... Asking to die. I don't know if I would enjoy that or if I'd feel really claustrophobic. It would be one of the two. Oh. Uh, Maybe yeah. a little bit of both. It's really fun. Okay. You feel like I a hamster in a ball. Yeah. But then what yeah. if they don't let you out, and then you die? I mean... Big liability on their part. That's a lot of paperwork. So I feel like <laughs> big <no>. liability. <laughs> like, you definitely just feel like a hamster in a ball, and then you get to knock into other people, which just is like a fun, that sounds aggressive really thing that you want to do. But like, <laughs> that you want to do. You just like knock into strangers, and you're like, "Ha! Take that, child of twelve years!" Like <laughs> that's the same height as us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because it's always, like, and there's always that one annoying kid that, like, wants to knock everyone over. Yeah. And just like, Ugh. Same thing with, like, bumper boats and bumper cars. Mm-hmm. It's always the one. Yeah. It's a little too aggressive. Yeah. Also, since it is October now, mm-hmm. my coworkers are making fun of me because... Is that specific to October? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <I'm> rude. <laughs> um, Lol. I can say that because I was a coworker at one point. I love you. <laughs> so I, um, so we have three screens mm-hmm. at work. And so on my third screen that I don't use that much, I pull up YouTube and put a fireplace up um, playing. <laughs> and then in um, my, I also play Christmas music because it's the fall. You're a heathen and. You're a psychopath. Like, I don't know what your problem is with it, Christmas music. It's October. It's spooky season. You're wrong. And what most are you going to do Halloween music? That sounds terrible. Uh, excuse me. What, what's the guy's name who does, um, like, The Corpse Bride and Danny Elfman? Just listen to any Danny Elfman soundtrack and you've got the spooky season of your life. But who wants to do that? Why Literally not me. live in the joy of the Lord for an extra little bit of time? I can absolutely live in the joy of the Lord without, like, season-specific music at, at the wrong season. It's not even Thanksgiving. It's not even Halloween, girl. It was September yesterday. Wait, so when yesterday. do you think it's okay to listen to Christmas music? After Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving, you're going to confine yourself to one month? Yes, otherwise it's not special. And for Especially all, this year. Thanksgiving's at the end of November. It's, like, always at the end of November. No, so but third it's Thursday. It's, yes, but right this time it's the, like, 28th or 29th. 
instead of like the 23rd. Yes, it is. What? It is the 23rd this year. No, it's not. I'm pretty (gasps) sure it's the 28th. So strange. Last year was on my birthday on the twenty second. So I feel like yeah, it's like a it's extra late this year for some reason. Weird, but but yeah, absolutely. After Thanksgiving, um, (laughs) I really love Christmas music. So for my birthday, which is in July, um, I also allow myself a week of Christmas music. Christmas in July. I think I would just like to um put a pause, put a pin in this relationship, this friendship, and just, like, take a break, because I can't deal with your exponential amount of Christmas music. <laughs> it's too much. It is beautiful. I have been jamming to Ding Dong Merrily on High today. <laughs> if you don't listen to the Ren Collective Christmas album, I don't know what you're doing with your life. If y'all can't hear me literally rolling my eyes right now. <laughs> I think this may be the end of this podcast, guys. She's over it. Um. I'm just like I have I have reactions to people who listen to Christmas clearly to people who listen to Christmas music this early, but it's fine. We're friends and all that. No, no, no. Grace and forgiveness, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to each I just their think own. you're crazy, but you're entitled to your wrong opinion. But like, like it's you. wrong. <laughs> Says the girl with no joy. I have lots. Wait, of what joy. do you listen to during November though? Literally any other music. The whole of the world, but music. it's cold outside and cozy and yeah. So I mean, it's al- California cold, so like I mean, it's like in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> Today I walked outside. And I was like, it's so chilly, and I got into my car, and it was seventy-two. <laughs> and I was like, I would not survive in other parts of the world. Oh my gosh, I almost died. Like in Washington, because it would, you know, in January it'd get like into single digits as the high of the day and then it would drop into the negatives at nighttime, which like other parts of the country do have it worse, but that's a significant drop in temperature. Mm -hmm. And yeah, sometimes I would like, well, obviously I'd have to like get up in the morning to go to work and I'd be running out to like unfreeze my car because you have to sit in your car for like 30 minutes to have it unthaw. Well, first of all, you have to unbury it from snow if it's like knee deep in snow yeah. then you gotta warm it up and like get the see, ice see i have off friends and... that are trying to convince me to move to a snowy place you should not you're not fit for that <laughs> <laughs> no one's fit for that <laughs> it's like i can be anything i want to be <laughs> no yeah no that's your dream go for your dream I, it's not my dream though that's the thing that's what i'm saying though is i'm like i know it's not for I you have dreams but if it's of, for you of sunshine it. and I'm like, yeah. If Southern California weren't so expensive, that's where I'd be. Because it's close to Disneyland. There's the ocean. That's not, like, NorCal beaches, which are, like, rocky. I think, and I think a lot of people have that mindset, which is why it's expensive. Why it's so crowded, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, uh, yeah, I guess Florida's expensive, mm. too. But it's also Florida. So, like, we've discussed Florida, on man. the podcast before, yeah. Yeah. Florida's not, not our state. It's not our state. There's Disney World there. Yeah. My mind is immediately going to, like, what I know from my, my new job training, which is like, oh, Florida rates for travel nurses are really low <laughs> compared to the rest of the nation. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we shouldn't go there, even though neither of us are travel nurses. <laughs> like, it's just really bad for travel nurses. <laughs> not, not of either of us are a travel nurse. Yeah, no, just like a tidbit. We could be. Shout oh, out. No, somebody at work didn't just heard like what type of job you were doing but they didn't really get the full story yeah so there was this rumor going around that you were becoming a nurse i mean i almost was a nurse but, but it did everyone's not happen like, oh my gosh i didn't know savannah was gonna be a nurse and i was like what i didn't either <laughs> <laughs> mostly because i don't think that's happening it's not it's not a thing <laughs> at least not yet we'll see maybe someday yeah but 
So, what are we talking about today? Oh, I think you know. I'm going to let the people know, our good friends. So, we're talking about the Enneagram test. The what? The Enneagram test. Am I saying Speaking that? Speaking of words, you don't know how to pronounce. Enneagram? 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 <gasps> I'm going to put that on the list. The Enneagram. The Enneagram. Isn't any oh, is Enneagram like a really bad thing? I don't know, but it's not... It's not what we're talking about. It's not what it's called. Shook. Okay. (laughs) Hopefully not. (laughs) Hopefully not. Um, Yeah. So we're talking about the Enneagram. I have lots of feelings about the Enneagram. I know. Well, I think it, first of all, I just, to define it for people who don't know what it is, it's among several different types of like personality tests. You've heard of this. The tests that are like. like, The Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs. You've got like. Like. The color. There's a color personality test. Like, are you a blue, white, like a. Yeah. Yellow, I mean, obviously, there's the other stuff like astrology and things like that, and those yeah. are kind of. I mean, they fall into like the in same the, the broader category of. You're trying to categorize your personality based on whatever. On something, yeah. And that um and, and the enneagram any the in- <laughs> the I personality can't. test we're the talking personality about. test we're talking about today <laughs> categorizes um people's personalities into nine different sections yeah and it's literally it's super simple it's like one through nine like type yeah. one type two type three etc yeah and so we've both taken it yep um i've taken it i took it a long time ago because it was i mean it, it still is pretty popular but it really had its heyday i feel like six months ago or whatever everybody and their mother was posted about mm. i'm a whatever and so it's like i gotta find out what this is all about yeah so i am a type two. Ooh, tell us about it i'm called a helper but um, the giver, I think, is what is no. also it's called. Yeah, yeah, basically, like, there's no way to explain these ones without being like, I'm just so selfless. Like, <laughs> how about I? I'll explain. Yeah, you, you explain. Okay, so Hannah, according to this personality type, I like can't say the word anymore. I I forget <laughs> which one's the right way to say it. Um, is a giver, a helper, selfless, wanting to like lay down, you know, her. Lay down her life for her friends, in a way, you might say. Um, that's all the reading I've done on your type, too. I'm really sorry. Yeah. No, I don't know much about your type, either. So, no, yeah. why don't you expound okay. on what you are? Okay. Uh, so, mine was kind of... I got some confusing results. Yeah. I, really I, like... It said I had a 63% match with type 3, which is the achiever. And then I, like, really close up next to that was um, both type 7 and 8, which were tied for the same score, like, super close to type 3. So, but they all kind of run in the same vein. Yeah. Type 3 is the achiever, and then type 7 is the enthusiast, and 8 is, like, the challenger. Basically, driven, ambitious is kind of what the the theme there is. Trying to goal-oriented and stuff. Yeah. Um, and what I think is fascinating yeah. is the amount of people that put, like, real stock in their lives Yes, on these things. Like, there are churches that do sermon series Dead on real. No way. the Enneagram. Like, and, like, who in the Bible is the, you know, so-and-so. Or like, what? There's counseling from churches that are totally based off the Enneagram. Like, this is far surpassed. The remember the love languages test that was really yeah. popular, and the like. <laughs> I still the ask love dare. <laughs> <laughs> I still like. What's your love language? <laughs> what is your love language? Me? Yeah. Oh, I think it's changed. Um, 
from the first time I took it. Definitely up there is like quality time. Mm hmm And then gosh, what was the second one? I'm like blanking on all of the there's like I ooh, physical touch is big for me, whether that's like Yeah, hugs just like a high five and like, yeah. Yeah, I like to like touch you. I'm gonna poke your arm. See to like here you are, I like you. Yeah. So like time spent and physical touch were big for me. Yeah. I um so my last job actually made me take the love languages test, which mm-hmm. at first when they told like a lot of them kind of teased me about like weird Christianisms. Um because they just thought they were like quirky and weird. Mm-hmm. And so they told me we're taking the love languages test and I thought they were joking because like they had to be, you know. To do. Um but my <laughs> My highest is acts of service. I was just going to say that has to be you. <laughs> it's so you. And is gifts up there too? No. Oh. And um, quality time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my, I, so I scored like pretty high on those, like the about equal. And then I scored like medium. Gosh, what's the other one that's like a normal one? Uh, time spent. The other ones are normal, but just to me, I'm words like, why would you? Words of affirmation. Yeah. Words of affirmation I was like in the middle on. And yeah. then I scored like literally one for physical touch and gifts. Really? I was like, which is funny if you like, over time in my life, I'm like very like, no. <laughs> Especially people like, I don't know. I'm like, do not. No. Oh, that's funny. I'm a hugger. I'm like, yeah. I definitely, if I am. And I am with people I know well, but it's not just like a immediate. So it's funny to me, these things, how they, they these personality type things or these like love languages, I feel like that is really a personality test in itself. Yeah. Just on kind of a specific subset of your personality, like For sure. how they intersect. But I I'll just, I just wonder why people put so much stock in them because they're not Christian. Like, I think the thing about all personality tests isn't really that people love to like confine themselves to one thing. Cause I don't think anyone is going to cleanly fit into any one personality type or yeah. like love language type. I mean, obviously, that's why they have, like, you know, you're a 63% match for this because you're, like, obviously you have a little bit of everything in you. Yeah. But I think personality tests in general play a lot into um, just being selfish. People like to read about themselves. People, it's true. We're all real self-absorbed. <laughs> we are, and that's yeah. kind of, like, we want to be able to talk about ourselves. Yeah. So we're like, what type are you? Well, I'm this type. Like, oh, how do I relate yeah. to others? How do they relate to me? And then we can go on Pinterest and find pins like, like, like never, never do this to a type three. Like, oh, you'll regret it if you do. And you're just like, yeah, I'm hardcore. Like, I love reading about myself and like what I'd do in that situation. Like, like you're right. You should never do that to me. Like, <laughs> such a non-confrontational per- person. But like on the internet, I'm like, yeah, don't do that. But tell them. <laughs> you tell them. Yeah. You know, I just wonder like how helpful they are because my thought initially when I I think about it is like I don't really like care what my personality type is I don't care what your personality type is like as Christians we are supposed to be emulating like Christ so like I don't really care if your like personality type is not the one that leans necessarily to being hospitable like you're still supposed to be hospitable or like maybe your personality type is the one I don't know like especially for like I don't know. I think hospitality is one, like, a big one that I've seen people be like, well, that's just not, like, where I'm gifted at because I'm a whatever. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, like, you're still definitely obligated to be, you know, gracious and hospitable and, you know, kind to your neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) 
You're still supposed to do that even if it's hard. Now, obviously, it's going to look different for everybody, but it's not a like, well, I'm a whatever, so it's difficult for me. Yeah. So I don't have to do it. What would you think about, because you're, you're, I'm getting the feeling that you're, like, thinking, like, this is definitely not the Christian standpoint of, you know, using these to define yourself as a person, right? Yeah. Personality like, I just think, like, we're defining ourselves off of, like, what Christ says we're supposed to be. Right. Not what a book that was written by non-Christians yeah. says that we are supposed to fit into these nine personality types. Yeah. Well, I saw something on Pinterest that was saying, like, it had, like, scriptures provided for each, like, personality type. I've seen those before. That's, like, I mean, people are definitely trying to, like, Insert the Enneagram into the the Bible. Yeah. Which is funny, because then it almost turns around. Like, if you you back end look at it, because, like, that's the problem, I think, to me with the Enneagram is that, like, the stuff on the surface seems fine. Like, mm-hmm. there's, it's not a bad thing to know more about how you react to things and improve that. Yeah. But what is a problem is, like, so let's talk about the Bible versus, like, all of Scripture is profitable. Right. That doesn't mean all of Scripture is profitable Just except for, for the verses that apply to the other types. Yeah. Like, no, all of Scripture is profitable for us. So, it, like, like, it all applies for all of us. Like, mm-hmm. obviously... We have to read it in context and, like, in who it was directed to. But, like, it's not, like, you don't have to listen to parts of scripture because they really are more about a two personality type than a three. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And I think that um, you had briefly mentioned, like, astrology earlier. Yeah. I think that they kind of do run in the same vein. And I'm not saying that, well... I'm not going to make that disclaimer. I do think that the personality types run in the same vein as astrology. Yeah. And I put the same amount of stock yeah. into that. Like, they're a fun I thing would. to do. It's, like, funny. <laughs> like, it's funny to, like, look at or whatever. But as it, it comes But if you're down, using it, like, to personally, like, improve your life, I'm a little c- cautious. Yeah. Be cautious. Because, like, the standard you should be holding yourselves to, or ourselves to, is Jesus and what yeah. he does and what he says and his word for our life. It's not just like, oh, well, I'm a type three, so I'm pretty much good on these things. Like, this yeah. is what I'm good at. And, like, what, what I need to improve as a type three is this or that or another thing. Um, you know, that shouldn't be our standard, but I think a lot of people are making it their standard. Yeah. Um, just like I think, you know, astrology is like, well, you were born in this month, so you're, like, super, like, in touch with this, this, and this. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you I'm mentioned a cancer, well. so. Yeah. Um, I do think that it can be just, like, an innocent kind of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, curiosity, like, this is a fun thing. Totally. You know, or just, like, reading up about your personality. But at the end of the day, I think it's something that, like, we just, we do like to read about ourselves. We like to talk about ourselves. We're selfish people. I think if this is... Says kind the of, girls who are on a, have their own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I like to hear myself talk. I like to have <laughs> other people hear me talk. So much so that we made an over an hour recording wow. of ourselves. It's true. But, but you know, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's a fun thing to do. Like, I I'm, I like taking them because I think they're funny. Like, yeah. I've taken the Myers-Briggs too, and I've got a different result every time. Really? Yeah, because I take it far enough apart that, like, I think as you become, especially this transitional phase in life where you're like, you know, moving out and, you know, getting, you know, your adult jobs and like, Mm -hmm. like you really do change a lot. So like when I first took it, I was an introvert and now I'm, and now I'm an extrovert, like is what it (laughs) says. Um, but like, 
I just I think the they're opposite. fun to do. Oh, you were an extrovert. Now you're an introvert. Yeah. And when yeah, I, you're like a real introvert. You think so? Yeah. Because I mean, not like I, an unsocial one, but you just like really love to like mm-hmm. have alone time. That's like true. not that you're not social. But like yeah, I'll agree with that. I mean, talking is literally my job. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I you know talk to people all day, all day, all night. <laughs> yeah, but we both get paid to talk for eight hours a day. <laughs> yeah, it, and it can be really exhausting, especially. But I'll agree. Like I, I feel like I'm more of an introvert now, um, than I was though. When I was in like middle school, I could just, I could talk and be around people forever. And now I'm just like okay. I'm going to go to my room, see you in five hours. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm going to go for a long drive by myself. Yeah, yeah, just blast some music. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I used to be a lot more introverted, but I think that was more just like a stage of life. I was really busy, mm. um, and I was around people a lot more. But then, like, now I'm, like, I'm really in to – and I think also being part of, like, a healthy church body, like, changes yeah. things because, like – I wasn't so much of an extrovert until I got to, like, a church where there's a lot of people that really, like, want to have real meaningful friendships and conversations. Mm -hmm. And that, like, blossomed that extroversion in me. Yeah. I have, like, okay, this is going to sound really bad, but I do have, like, sort of a rating system for for people not in like how much I enjoy them I'm gonna just say that (laughs) you're like you're like a (laughs) (laughs) 7.5 no no but just like I I have friends that I call like zero friends and not and it actually is it's a good thing okay it's like it takes zero energy to be around them oh for me like because I only you know I wake up in the morning and I only have so much social energy in the day and I feel like I spend a lot of it at work and then, like, you know, just whatever else the, yeah. the day demands Yeah, you do have to kind of plan, like, are yeah. those friends that, like, are emotionally draining, like... Right, totally. And so, like, I'm always, always down to hang out with a zero friend because they require zero social energy from me. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, so <laughs> what? You're going to no, I'm look. just thinking... <laughs> When we first started hanging out and we were like, <laughs> when we went to that swimming pool thing and, oh my gosh. um, and then we, <laughs> we're just like sitting in the car, like decompressing and like sitting in silence. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I think that was the moment I was like, yeah, we'll be friends for a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For those of you who don't know, we accidentally went to, well, we, okay. We thought we were going to go to an indoor swimming pool. That, that was, was just, how it was pitched to me. Yeah. It, it like, was not that way. <laughs> just like a bougie indoor swimming pool. We get there. It's an urban bathhouse where, like, you... swimsuits were uh, like were required. Yeah, some of yeah. Like, so it wasn't like a European bathhouse, but like no, no, no. It but it was, was definitely cool. like there's saunas, and then there's like a cold dip pool, and then you go soak, and then you have like some lemon water, and like very much like and you just like s- like steam out the toxins and like oh yeah, and like whispered conversations. There, they had a gong. There is a gong if you get too rowdy. Like it was. A, an experience. Honestly, like, when we walked in, I was a little bit like, did we just pay money for this kind of torture? But, like, I would go back. No, I would totally go back. They have, like, this really good, like, vanilla lavender, like, soap that I just can't get out of my brain. I'm like, I must smell that way again. Like, it's so good. And my skin was so, like, supple for days. <laughs> I looked young. No, but... I mean, not I that think I'm not the, 23 are, years old, but, like... <laughs> so young i look like a whole 19 year old <laughs> but like um i think the part that got me though mm-hmm. was our mistake with the spearmint 
<gasps> oh, no, it's eucalyptus. Oh, eucalyptus. My, my bad. Whoa. <laughs> um, we went. <laughs> Tell the people. <laughs> we went into the steam sauna first, which was our, our first mistake. We both wear glasses. Mm-hmm. So, like, we walk in with our glasses, become instantly blind because they're covered in steam. Yeah. Also, and then Savannah just hands me this bottle, and I can't <laughs> read it because I'm blind. Oh, I knew what it was. Oh, and then she starts rubbing, like, whatever the liquid is, like, on herself. Which was a mistake. You're not supposed to do <laughs> and that. And then I'm like, okay, I guess this is what you're <laughs> supposed to do. <laughs> but then, like, moments later, we found out it was eucalyptus because the burning that ensued. Uh, I will also just mention that we came into the steam room when it was refilling itself with steam so it was like normally a steam room you walk in and you're like not you know it's warm and there's definitely hot water in the air so it's not great but like when it's refilling it's violently steaming steam into the room and every breath is torture painful and then we did the eucalyptus thing and it was burning and i looked at her because you're not supposed to talk at all in in the the steam steam room like you can whisper in the bathhouse but in the steam room it's like not a breath (laughs) So I look at her, I'm just like, we need to get out of here. I'm just kind of like, we paid money for this? And then we are like, yeah, let's go to the cold dip. Because that was like the method they um, uh, like suggested is that you go to like yeah. the sauna and then you go to the cold dip and then yeah. you go to the warm soak. And then you soak So it, yeah. we get to the cold thing and the, there's this lady sitting in there and I'm like, okay, I guess it's like not that cold because oh, no. she's just like sitting there, you know, like it's probably fine. Yeah. Um, it was ice. I think polar bears could have lived in there. Like, oh, it's for sure like the pool that they put Leonardo DiCaprio in to like yeah. pretend to die in the pretend Titanic. Pretend to die. Yeah. So cold. And I swear the woman must have been a corpse because she was like, I'm you know, literally like, soaking in this ice water. I'm like in and out as quick as possible. <laughs> and she's just like chilling. And I'm, which was also weird. I'm impressed though. But the other people, the, the, me and Savannah were clearly um, amateurs. Oh, um, yeah. Whereas there were people who timed themselves in the cold plunge. Uh, those were, like, 30-year-old men who were like, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna, like, time myself in the ice bath and then, like, go soak. Like, definitely, like, they, like... I don't know which were, like, that was. Was that, like, iron. macho? Yeah, we're, like... <laughs> I know. Like, weird California surfer. I know. But, okay, so also another reason that the, like, soaking lady was super weird is because it was a very tiny pool. Like, the dunking pool is super small. Yeah, it was probably three feet by three feet, like. It's, like, a square, but she was taking up probably half. Yeah. It, it was a time. That was nice. And you're just, like, or, like, you, like, lock eyes as you walk in. You're, like, well, here we are. <laughs> I mean, it's an urban bathhouse. Like, you're sharing oils with these people anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, on that to say though we would totally go again oh yeah we were like really talking up this place we're like it was terrible we would do it again no it was such a wild experience and i'm like i'm so down and I also th- it does feel good it's like after afterwards. i feel like after you get over the initial shock you're like this yeah. is fun it's fun and also they have more stuff there's like you can do facials and you can do like hot yoga or whatever yeah i've never been tempted to do hot yoga it sounds, that just sounds like, like torture i'm like i'm down for a facial <laughs> i'm not down to like sweat more than i already would yeah doing because well, like hot yoga i've heard of they do the rooms are like 100 degrees like it's yeah hot. you're like, supposed to live sweat your toxins out yeah. sweat it out I don't need any more 100 degree weather than I have to have. No, thank you. Yeah. We have it for like a quarter of the year every year, if not longer. Yeah. Uh, you know, at certain points of the year, Sacramento is literally the closest place on earth to the sun. 
That can't be true. It is true. It has happened. Like, there's this, like, um, website that tells you, like, where the closest places on Earth. I mean, I feel like there's places that get hotter than Sacramento. I mean, there are. No, there's hotter, but there's, like, closest to the sun, which I just feel like is an accomplishment, you know? Like, we are the toastiest. Also, um, people understand my love of Sacramento Pride that you seemed to be so made fun of. And somebody pointed out the thing we forgot to mention about Sacramento Pride um, is the Netflix special Jailbirds. Oh, yeah. A real selling point for <laughs> like, Sacramento. Like, come to Sacramento, look at our jail on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, like, in downtown Sac. Like, I mean, I just fail to see... Okay, I mean, I like Sacramento. I'll probably die here. But, like... <laughs> wow! At the same time... Okay! At the same time, I'm not like, yeah, everybody should move to Sacramento. I'm just like, this is where I was born, so I like it. I feel like I'm kind of like... I'm trying to sell other people. And how I'm like, people uh, that are from Texas mm-hmm. are about Texas. I'm like about my hometown. Like, I'm about California, except... Well, okay. Yeah, I'm about California, just not California's government or political leanings. Yeah, which like is another conversation. Or- <laughs> I'm about California's beaches. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it, though. I'll come to visit. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just, California's getting to be a real interesting state to live in. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if I left someday, but I love living here. Like, I'd be sad. Yeah, I enjoy living here. And also, I think it's nice to have lived here so that we can fully appreciate how expensive it is and how cheap other places yeah. are. Yeah. Like, could you imagine moving to, like, any of these states where you can buy a house for less than $100,000? Not, can you imagine I moving can't. to California from one of those states? That's got to be the real shock. <laughs> They're like, oh, man. Yeah. For, like, a price of a super small home here with, like, maybe a backyard, you could get, like, acres of land. Well, and you're, like, and that's if you're in, like, Sacramento. That's not, like, Bay Area or L.A. Oh, yeah. Forget like, it. Yeah. What's crazy are, like, the, the home prices, like, what they were in, like, the 60s and 70s. And, like, L.A. when they first were built. Yeah. Those homes were going for, like, fifteen to $30,000. And now they're, like, multi-million dollar homes. And they're, like, very normal suburban homes. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I could go back in time. Not to, like, change anything in history. Because, like, I do think that history is a, a story yeah. of redemption. But also just to get in on the ground floor of, like, I want a home that was really cheap. And now it's really expensive. I want to, like... Put stock in Apple. <laughs> you know? If only we knew. That's what we would be nostalgic for. Yes. That's true. Ooh, what do you think is like a smallish business now that's going to like it's really take boom. off? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, some of these businesses I think we won't really know because their technology or whatever yeah. is not yet a thing. That's not a thing yet. Yeah. But. Oh. Hmm. Genuine question because I don't really yeah. have any idea on that. I kind of think. I don't have an answer to that at the moment, but I do have an answer. I kind of think Apple's going to eventually fade out. I would agree with that. Like, I like them. Like, I love... I Like, I have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. But, like, I kind of think that they're, like, they're not going to be around in 50 years. Now, I don't know if that's true. I just kind of am, like, you know... They would have to adjust, all you know... Significantly. As, as technology becomes newer to, like, you know, grow with the times. Yeah, because, like... Really, I feel like every release, they're like, here's this new thing we're doing. And then you talk to somebody with an Android, and they're like, yep, I have had that on my phone for three years. I know. I mean, I have an iPad, but I have an Android phone, which is super weird. But, yeah, the Androids do have a lot of newer technology on them. And I I will agree sometimes that I think Apple will come up behind them and do it probably better. Mm -hmm. But they're not, like, the true innovators. Yeah. Do you remember, though, when you could only get an iPhone on AT&T? 
Like when they yeah, first came I out. Yeah, had <laughs> See, we didn't, and I was uh, like... See, ooh, did you ever want to be part of, like, was it T-Mobile or Verizon that had the sidekick? Um, that was T-Mobile, and I had T-Mobile. My parents wouldn't let me get a sidekick because I wasn't supposed to be texting. I wanted a sidekick more than maybe so anything bad. else in the world. I knew that, like, the popular girl in my middle school had a hot pink sidekick, and I was like, that is luxury. That Do you remember those popularity. cell phone charms that people would have? <laughs> yes. I had a razor Ooh, at one too. point. I had a black one. And I had a little uh, Winnie the Pooh charm. Very cute. Mine had, like, a, a screen that was popping off the top, so less cute. Do you remember all those clip-on cases that you could buy at Claire's for the razors? No. Oh, man, those were, like, hysterical. Those are awesome. But, man, the early 2000s was such a weird time. I think it was such a fun time. Like, what a... Was it, What though? a moment in time that was. <laughs> like, you know... Weirdly low-rise jeans and <laughs> Coke bottle necklaces. Like, <laughs> Don't forget gauchos. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, but why are we calling gauchos? What are they... Na- what are we calling them now? Gauchos? No, those pants that everyone's wearing. Oh, I know wearing. what you're talking about. But they're not called gauchos now. Slats. Everyone's like, that is what it is. I yeah, mean, but they're gauchos. Yeah. Well, gauchos are generally shorter. I feel like. I mean, I feel like I see a lot of culottes that are like knee length. Interesting. Culottes were first, I think, because yeah, they're I very, think they're like, like a lot older. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what we wore in our, uh, you know, our theater production this summer. Oh yes. Culottes and <laughs> dancing shoes. <laughs> you were really cute in that little sparkly. Oh, sparkly uh, sweater, I guess. Um, I don't know what to call it. It was just like an overlay. The over jacket. Yeah, we called it an overlay. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. Well. I think we have probably annoyed these people enough, so. Oh, yeah. We got way off topic, too. And we're like, Enneagram sucks. Don't do it. (laughs) So the bathhouse. (laughs) But. Basically, to sum up, I think we would say, take the test if you want to. It's a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. Don't live your life by it. Live your life by Jesus. Yeah, that's the main takeaway. As always, we love chatting with you guys, hanging out, having a moment. Um, Please let us know your answers to the funny questions we ask. Like, just oh, Instagram yeah. us. Because it is literally the fu- the highlight of my week is getting messages from people that are like, <laughs> um, actually, I'm definitely team Laurie and not team Gilbert. <laughs> Love it. (laughs) All righty, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye.